everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Beyond the Control podcast. Uh, forgive me for my voice being a little more cracky. Uh, it is early in the morning right now that I'm recording. But in addition to that, just so you guys know a little bit about who I am, I like to do, as I call, car karaoke. I listen to a lot of emo music on the way to work and on the way home uh, if I'm not listening to like other podcasts. But yeah, some songs just get me like I listen to Miracle uh, from Paramore this morning. And those of you who already know me, I'm a gigantic Paramore fan, so I'll never get over that. And now I lost a little bit of my voice just or it's a little uh, cracky right now. It'll get better later. But all right, let's start off this new year. Happy New Year to everybody again. I hope you guys had fun on New Year's and we're getting kickstarted with this first week of January. I know a lot of us got back to work. I know I have and it's just it feels like the longest week ever, but also kind of happy because it's like it is a new year. You get to approach everything, uh, your new goals from for those of you who made like New Year's resolutions. I really do hope that they come true uh, or you're able to do as much, much from it as you can take a little uh, learning lessons and stuff from it, too. I don't personally do New Year's resolutions but I do have goals in mind so I mean there's pretty much the same thing but I would I like to do like short-term goals uh, so they feel more attainable I guess but you know what this week so you know this week I've noticed a lot of like little updates going into the new year regarding like movies and films I've actually been watching some new stuff and then there were a lot of movies that I was catching up on last week so I do want to touch base on that the first and foremost the big thing that I noticed this week was public domain so it's something I learned about personally this week um it's pretty much like copyright for a lot of uh characters or books or music that uh, once they expire after a certain time it's it's open to the public to use and i'm pretty sure you guys seen it in the news or twitter or whatever you consume it maybe tiktok one of those things is 1928 steamboat willie's uh mickey mouse so just specifically that version of mickey mouse you can't use like from what i know mickey mouse clubhouse type of mickey mouse and stuff there's still copyrights on those but what i was learning is that people are going to be using this image for their own movies their own shows maybe even music videos we'll find out we'll see what projects come out only project i know is that they're have i believe one or two horror films lined up to come out later uh in the future i think one of them's filming this year and it's about steamboat willie and like some uh tourists that get trapped in the sea honestly i read the synopsis uh like two days ago and i was i couldn't help but laugh because i'm just like why what is this desire to make steamboat willie just evil but i'm not surprised because they did the same thing with winnie the pooh last year um the title for that movie is outrageous so the title of that movie is winnie the pooh uh blood and honey i have not seen it um i have not heard good things from the people who have seen it but i know it's getting a sequel already i think something tells me it's like satire or something or it's just so cheesy that it's kind of you know when a movie's so good it's bad like a guilty pleasure almost so i feel like that might be the case um i'm gonna watch it because i want to know what happens i also want to watch the sequel and i want to see what to expect with steamboat willie i also think i read the tigger might be one of them too uh i don't want them to ruin that guy i love winnie the pooh they already are tainting winnie the pooh with these horror films and i don't want to see that happen to the whole crew more and more when they become public domain but you know what Although I feel this way, I do encourage it. I do love the idea that they're doing this because it really taps into people's creativity. So I do look forward to these future projects. And I hope you guys look into it. If you guys catch anything else that they plan to use for like Steamboat Willie, let me know. Um, I just find that so fun and outrageous to look at. You know, so what else I want to touch base on is a movie I watched over. There was a lot still, right? So I did get to catch up and watch Minus uh, Godzilla Minus One, guys amazing film and i'll do a whole episode just you know dedicated to that because to talk about in a couple minutes is doesn't do it justice however 
I did also watch a couple other movies. If you guys have Peacock, what I would recommend is watching The Holdovers. And so just to kind of give you like a little background of what The Holdovers is. So to give you this, this overview of The Holdovers, uh, this film stars Paul Giamatti as the lead, Dominic Sessa, uh, Devine, Joey Randolph, and Carrie Preston, and many more uh, cast members. But it's a pretty small cast, and it really does focus on the main two characters but there are a lot of side uh, notes of the movie that honestly really build on the film just to give to give you like a little walkthrough of it this movie it's about an instructor at a new england prep school um he's kind of like you know he's uptight he's very to the book that has to remain on campus during christmas break and it, he gets kind of chosen to babysit some le some students who get left behind you know because of their families and stuff uh, i think this movie takes place like in the 70s or 60s I would have to double check that but you know no one really wants to be there I think that's the premise of the movie but he ends up like building a bond with one of the students you start learning more about the students adversities you start learning about the ups and downs of this professor you know they tease him they find him because he has like a lazy eye the best thing the way I like to read it is that he forms an unlikely bond with a brainy but damaged troublemaker student and he hangs out with the school's head cook who unfortunately had lost her son during the Vietnam War so you go through this whole experience for for a two-hour film and you really do take like the emotional approach of all these characters and they don't force it on you they ease into it you start really like feeling for paul giamatti's character you start feeling for this kid and you start getting understanding like you start empathizing with them uh and then the ending does have like a satisfying ending um but also kind of like bittersweet I think if you are somebody who liked films of like more dialogue, you know, character driven, it's, you know, I don't want to watch sci-fi films all the time. Although I'm a huge nerd, I will say that right now. This is one of those movies that you're going to sit back, relax, watch this for uh, the two hours, set that aside. You'll come out of that, I do believe, enjoying that movie. And then also just for those of you who like Paul Giamatti, this guy... Uh, at some point deserves to be nominated for Oscar or needs more lead roles like this because he is such a great actor. I don't think I've ever disliked him in movies I watch. He usually plays like a villain, so you end up hating him for the villain he is, but you love his performance. So that's just how I see it. If I had to rate this movie, honestly, it was like an 8.5 out of 10. Like, everything was perfect. Um, well, I wouldn't say everything's perfect, or it would be a 10 out of 10, but it delivered acting was was the best thing but you know set wise cinematography wise getting you sucked into the time of that for the film you know the setting was so uh descriptive to what christmas break would be like but like a difficult christmas break you know if you didn't get to celebrate christmas with your family or if you have your own personal family issues i think that plays a, a big role into this film as well but that's my recommendation for the week. I also have been watching a new TV show. I do like watching anime, and my roommate has introduced me to an anime that I've been told to watch from my previous roommate uh, many times, uh, Black Clover. Now, I'm not somebody to watch. Like, this anime is out for a while now, but, you know, I get behind because I prefer watching movies or TV shows. Anime, I've always stuck to, like, what I like, and I think only the newest thing I've watched is, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen um, or My Hero Academia, but... You know, this one is new and I was watching it. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm maybe like eight episodes in with him. You know, it just gives me vibes of Harry Potter. It gives me vibes of um, Dungeons and Dragons or, or you know, I don't know if you guys play games. You play Skyrim, you know, kind of like some middle e uh, medieval kind of time, but also like a lot of magic and the main character doesn't have magic, but he has like these uh, special power and skill. Like he's, he's, 
the character that who is loud, but he has his adversities that he wants to overcome because he plans to become like the greatest, or I think they call, say the Witch King. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm watching a dub. For those of you who love it subbed or are sub watcher, I'm sorry, but for me, I just don't want to watch stuff subbed, but I know I'm kind of doing a disjustice to some of these animes too, but that's just who I am. But I got to tell you, like some of this stuff in the anime, and so I re- it reminds me why sometimes I don't want to watch it, is that they repeat their goals constantly in the first season. Like this guy is saying he's going to be the Wizard King like 40,000 times to a point where I want to have uh, a meltdown on just under the pillows. Like I wonder what he wants to be just because it's it gets irritating. But I mean, it, I understand the premise of it. And, you know, I always remind myself too. a lot of times these animes are meant for like kids anyways, or teenagers at least. So um, but I am having fun. It's it's picking up. I think any show, any TV show, doesn't matter whether it's an anime or not, usually has a slow build up. You know, I do recommend if you like anime, watch Black Clover. I think so far it's been pretty good um where i'm at it's still just kind of a 7 out of 10 but i think it's not fair to give a rating if i even finish the full season yet um but i will say i like it so we'll see how that feel about that i will do a future episode talking more about animes um you know especially films uh, i know the boy the boy of heron i hope i pronounced that right that came out last year uh which aced it and it's just another studio ghibli movie that or ghibli studio ghibli or studio ghibli you guys correct me on that but I know it's just another movie they never really miss. So those are always great films. But what I wanted to talk about this week is just getting you guys started with our January releases. So what is coming out for January movie-wise? So let's check it out. And I'll go over a little synopsis of each film just so we can get an idea of what uh, to expect for this year. So let me bring up a list really quick. All right, now, so looking at this list, I see I'm using Game Rant. I, I know there's a lot of websites that have more movies, but I, I like the highlight that Game Rant provided. Um, the first movie that comes out on January 5th, so by the time you listen to this podcast, this movie should already be out, uh, is called Night Swim. And so what I'm, it's like a supernatural thriller movie um, based off a short film back in 2014. This short film, it follows like this family or the Waller family uh, that move into a new house and their dad, who's played by Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell, must retire from his professional baseball career due to a degenerative illness. So that sounds kind of pretty sad already. Um, but the pool in the backyard is supposed to be fun for the kids and help for physical therapy. So they got this pool from what I'm taking from this and it's supposed to be to help them like recover from everything. Also, I love the way they describe these in the synopsis, but the family soon finds themselves terrorized by the malevolent force that haunts the pool. By the way, I struggled with saying malevolent. I'm still struggling with it. Just, I don't say that often. So uh, sometimes I just, you know, I am bilingual. So sometimes English and Spanish words get jumbled. Um, I'm bad at both languages, just a heads up. So, I mean, if you like super thrillers and supernatural stuff, I, I think they're always pretty fun. Um, they keep you engaged throughout the whole movie. Look into it. Second film I'm looking at this list, He Went That Way. So this movie also is coming out this week. You know, the cast is Jacob Elordi, Zachary Quinto, if you know who Zachary Quinto is. I mean, I love this dude. He was, you know, he's Bach in the recent Star Trek movies. But I've seen him in other projects, and I'm forgetting this one about... The housing market crash and like from 2008 stuff that he plays like the lawyer one of the stock market i guess uh individuals who discover like the algorithm of what's going to happen and they start breaking it down uh, i've watched this movie like three times and, and i hate it because the the title of the movie is at the top of my head but look into zachary quinto's film history he's a very good actor he's such a good supporting actor i think he deserves some lead roles too but circling back to this movie um called he went that way it's supposed to be a true crime thriller um which follows an animal trainer i already 
invested Jim Goodwin and his pet chimpanzee what? as they pick up a hitchhiker that turns out to be a serial killer on the run. Uh, it's based off a nonfiction book from uh, Luke Karamazov by Con oh called Luke Karam uh, Karamazov. I'm just bad with these names today. By Conrad Hilberry. And the characters are inspired by real life events involving serial killer Larry Lee Rains. Okay, so that is maybe a serial killer. Maybe they have a docuseries or something I would want to learn about. Because I know everyone likes um, crime docs and stuff. But also, this movie sounds kind of interesting. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe it's just my childish mind. I'm invested because there's a chimpanzee. So I'm going to watch this movie for sure this weekend. Now, this movie comes out next Friday on January 12th, and I know a lot of people are stoked. Um, me, personally, I'm not stoked because I found out it is a musical, and it's Mean Girls, or I guess Mean Girls 2. I don't know how they're going to title it, but apparently it's bringing back some actors, but it's it's depicting just Mean Girls in a musical. It's a modern update the Mean Girls story. Okay, I see what this is. Based off the hit Broadway musical, includes a star-studded cast that belt out the songs in a new version of the classic teen comedy. Okay, so they're kind of just doing a reimagining, uh, but more of the Broadway musical approach. If you're someone who loves Mean Girls, I love that movie too. Maybe this will catch your attention uh, just to dive into it, see what a new project would look like. If you like musicals, why not? As you guys already know from my past episodes, I do not, but this might end up being a movie I, I watch to see how I feel about it. I feel pretty confident I will not like it. Uh, so I think one detail I didn't get mentioned before is that a reason why I don't like musicals, they make me cringe. Um, so it just depends. We'll see how I feel if I watch this on the 12th. But that's something to look out for. Now, another movie coming out on the 12th is The Beekeeper with Jason Statham. I don't know what to describe for you for this. The director is David Ayer. He's a pretty good director. But... It's pretty much saying if you're in the mood for a good old-fashioned action movie, then you're in luck. The newest offering from Jason Statham plays Mr. Clay, <laughs> a former operative of the secret organization called Beekeepers, who's being called back into action as his friend dies from suicide. Oh, that's sad. After a phishing scam and set out to exact revenge on those who are responsible. Okay. All right. This sounds like it's going to be... As I like to describe a fun movie because you're just invested, whether the story's good or not. Do I have a hunch the story's going to be good? Not entirely. Just reading this synopsis didn't really share much with it. It's just like a revenge movie. But also, I mean, who doesn't like Jason Statham? He is just a fun action star to watch. So I'll look into that. Now, The Book of Clarence is another movie that's coming out next Friday. I saw the trailer when I was watching Godzilla Minus One. Uh, it's like a comedy drama, epic uh, from the stories from the Bible. Honestly, this one caught my attention because it's going to be like an odd twist. And I do like the comedic value they take from like local stories. Um, one of my favorite comedies uh, that I do think is underrated is Year One with Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Just because <laughs> at least I grew up in a Christian household and reading the Bible and learning the stories of the Bible. It was really funny watching Year One do many snippets and renditions of the beginning of the Bible, uh, and then they really crammed it up all the way to Sodom and Gomorrah and everything. Uh, so I think it's a really funny movie. I do recommend that. That year one for me is a seven and a half out of 10. I know it's not for everybody. And if you are someone who is more, you know, on the religious side, I would see where that can be like almost insultive too, though. So I totally get it. But it's one of my favorite movies. I like the satire of it too. But this movie sounds definitely interesting just because it's about a man named Clarence who's down on his luck and living in 2980 Jerusalem who want to capitalize on the popularity of Jesus Christ and free himself of debt by claiming to be a new Messiah that was sent down by God. He gets caught up in the glory of being the new savior and discovers that the power of belief might be the only way to set himself free. This sounds outrageous. This sounds like 
perfect, perfect, perfect Ponzi scheme or something. And maybe I, I don't know. It just sounds outrageous, and it sounds like everything's going to be very suspenseful in a funny way. I this is something I feel like is going to go under the radar and it's going to be a good movie, but because of what it is, it might uh, deter people away initially. So then the last movie I kind of just caught my attention. I also saw this trailer during before Godzilla minus one is Freud's Last Session. This has Mark Saint Germain. It also has Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins is playing Sigmund Freud, and I believe it's a it, the Freud's Last Session depicts a fictional meeting. So it's between like the neurologist Sigmund Freud and author C.S. Lewis. You know he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. So I believe from what I saw in the trailer, it's like a a rendition where they're having like a religious discussion because I know C.S. Lewis has a perspective about. Uh, religion where sigma freud does not and they discuss the existence of god they talk about their own traumas and their personal relationships including like freud's relationship with his lesbian daughter and then lewis's romance with his mother with the mother of his best friend so it sounds crazy you know since i went the psychology route academically i know a decent amount about sigmund freud and his outrageous life so this sounds like something that's just going to keep me zoned in i'm not one of those people who's like oh that's not real life that's not accurate he should be smoking crazy cigars throughout the whole movie or because he also had like cancer so they removed part of his jaw and if this is the last session he should be looking like deformed i don't care about that if this is fictional it's going to be fun i believe just because they get to play around with the creativity of what this movie may look like so there are many more movies coming out this january uh like miller's girl or for example iss that i do encourage you guys to look into i mean miller's girl is a movie with jenny ortega and martin freeman uh which looks like kind of like a student teacher respective movie so i mean i think i'm gonna definitely watch that and then also iss is a movie with ariana debose chris messina and john gallagher jr which is like a sci-fi movie for sci-fi fans taking place in a thriller aboard the international space station so yeah these are a few movies there are so many more movies to look into coming out in january or this entire month so you know get out there usually from my experience january movies are pretty slow because we're starting the new year and we're getting ready for oscar season two so um but also i did notice that later this month is sundance festival and for those of you who do not know the sundance festival this is where they test out a lot of uh like indie films and such and then some big movies that usually come out it's from like the 18th to the 28th so i'm gonna zone in during that week because uh that's where a lot of gems are found before they become like blockbusters i think sometimes so yeah let's keep uh, an eye out for all these movies i hope you enjoyed this this week's podcast a little shorter than um last week's but i also do want to give a shout out to juan joining me on last week's podcast it was so much fun doing that and i do look forward to doing future podcasts with him i did see two votes uh that we are going to do a musical episode juan does not know that yet and i think he's going to dread it but i think it'll be fun um also i do have a couple other suggestions from movies of what i'll review uh during the week i'll do shorter reviews for you guys and i'll put some stuff on tiktok so it's easier to watch this if you get more interested um and then some movies you know if there's any other suggestions I might just do episodes on them because uh, some of these suggestions are movies I very much like and I, I have a bigger opinion that could be fit into like one to three minutes. So thanks for joining me for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You guys, happy new year again, and I look forward to the start of this year. 